0: Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome to another episode of Power Yourself. Today, we're going to talk about being busy, being busy and still succeeding. So basically, if you have or if you feel, let's rephrase that, if you feel like you have no time in your life to do all this practices, and self-care, and all those things that we talk about over the duration of the show, then this episode is for you, okay? How do we take time? What does that even look like, and how can we get started? But today's episode, we have a nice little treat for you. We have a guest coming all the way from Newfoundland through the beautiful technology of Zoom, and so I have with me Lindsay Phillips-Oates. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jill. How are you? I'm delightful and so excited <laughs> to have you on today's show.:
1: Awesome. I'm so happy to be here and uh, being able to connect with you in Calgary and here in Newfoundland. It's the uh, glorious technology.
0: And it an only took a pandemic to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> So before <laughs> we get going, Lindsay, uh, did you want to just maybe introduce yourself to anybody listening?:
1: Sure. So as Jill said, I am Lindsay Phillips-Oates, and I'm here in Newfoundland, Canada, on the beautiful east coast of our country. Um, So if you ever want to come visit Newfoundland, it's always a beautiful, tranquil place to come. Um, I am a lover of all things nature, hiking, being outdoors with Mother Earth. I... I am a mother of two glorious humans, Julia and Alex. And I am married to the most fabulous man, Justin. Um, and we live outside of the capital city here in Newfoundland, uh, about an hour out into rural area in Middle Arm Avondale. I like to call it Middle Arm term because it's, you know, there, there's no comparison to... Uh, that country life (laughs) on the ocean so I am a registered natural therapist of Canada which means I am certified in various modalities of natural therapy um, reflexology I'm a Reiki master I just actually got my final attunement yesterday congratulations uh, thank you so much um, I also offer Healing Touch and Indian Head Massage. And I'm a kids mindfulness and yoga teacher, which I actually love. <laughs> um, and I trained in meditation through a the Lotus Center here in Newfoundland. So yeah, and I mean, I guess we'll probably get through all the other little things. I wasn't always a natural therapist. I was actually a bureaucrat for 11 years. <laughs> Um, and realized that I wasn't serving it and it wasn't serving me the way I knew that, um, I knew that life should be. So I, I, I knew that I was meant to help people. I know I was helping people with, go- in government, but, um, I just knew that I, I could do more and I could offer more and I could be more, um, And I made a really big decision a year and a half ago, and I resigned government to pursue my passion in natural therapy. And I mean, there's a whole backstory of my, you know, history that brought me to where I am. But um, yeah, here I am. And I just want to help people. Realize our true self and our truth and our healing. <laughs> There's so much with that. Like,
0: <laughs> I yeah. want to be like, that's a whole other podcast to be like, <laughs> how do we know when it's not fitting? Like, stuff like that. So, yeah, duly noted for a future oh. show. Um, Absolutely. But feels so privileged to have you here with all your experience and knowing that you do practice this stuff and you have lots of stuff happening around you with life and still taking the time out to do it. So I think the benefit or the goal of today is really talking about shit, man, like how do we set ourselves up to succeed? How can we even do that? Where do we start when the craziness that is happening all around us? Um, So yeah, what do you, let's, let's go there. Let's jump into that topic of where do you think is the first point to really building that road to success?
1: Um, I think just asking yourself, what do you need? Um, And recognizing that you can ask yourself that question. It's okay to ask yourself what you need. We so easily ask other people, how can I help you? What can I do for you? What do you need? Where can I bring you here or do this for you? So taking that and uh, switching the mirror and looking at yourself and saying, like, what do I need? And then when you bring awareness to that and a conscious um, thought to what you need, that's where you can start to give yourself whatever you answered. My so- needs are going to be different than your needs. Um, my version of what self-care is will be much different than what your version of self-care is and the level of, Right.
0: Yeah. Always saying everybody has their own unique path there, right? Like everybody has their own unique recipe. So going back to that conversation, basically with yourself, let's describe it a bit more. Cause no doubt some people are like, what? I'm not going to talk back to me. (laughs) What are you talking about here? Uh, So what do you mean when you say, ask yourself, let's, let's start there maybe.
1: Yeah. So for me, it's, Um, finding a space, a pocket of time in the day to sit down and take a breath. Just take a breath and inhale and an exhale and say, and just say the words, what do I need? And that just simply means, do I need to eat? Have I eaten today? Have I drank enough water today? The basic human need—have I got a shower? Did I brush my teeth? Uh, those are really the simple ways to start diving into that exploration of your needs. Um, and when you start doing that, you'll you'll eventually build a momentum of letting that grow bigger and bigger to like your intentions of your goals, what you man- want to manifest into your life. But I think if it's, if this is completely new to you, of asking yourself that question um just start with a breath stepping away find yourself a space in your house my favorite one and if you know you know you drive home if you have a car you're driving home and you park your car and you turn it off and just your ears are humming from the day's activities and just sitting there just before you open up that door Before you go into your house or your apartment or your complex, sit there for five minutes and take a breath and just let the vibration of the day disappear. And -hmm. then you can ground down and and ground down may also be new language for you. but And we can get to that after. But taking a breath, I think, is the first and foremost piece. And, And a conscious breath. How does it feel in your belly? How does the breath feel in your chest? And then you can say to yourself,
2: "Use those words. What do I need today?" And then when you answer it,
1: then you can say, "Okay, what do I have to do in order to achieve that need?"
0: Yeah. If you're answer,
1: you know. Go ahead, Jeff. No, it's just
0: fantastic because it's it's funny we just I just did a podcast on silence. You know, creating yeah. the silence, the kind of space really to, to go shit. You know, like today's really busy or, you know, I feel like there's so much to do. And it, it's, let's be honest, guys, really easy to get caught up in that hamster wheel or really easy to get caught up in what we need to do. But as you're saying, Lindsay, it's like, are we creating that space to just stop for a second and kind of trust our inner compass in a way or learn how to listen to that inner compass. I find absolutely an essential step.
1: Yeah. I like to say to, um, I guide groups, uh, I take them on mug up meditations and I can explain that a little later, but I say, give yourself permission to pause, like truly give yourself permission to pause and meet yourself where you are. In Newfoundland, I'd like to say, stay where you are till it comes to where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a Newfoundland uh, dictionary, which is a cute little, uh, you know, Newfoundland gesture there. But it's all about honoring yourself and talking to yourself. How do you talk to yourself? And do you listen to your talk? If it's negative self talk and you're listening, then you're probably going to have a negative outcome. If you're taking a positive self-talk, like if you did something really good today, honor it. Say, wow, I just did something really good today. And be proud of that and be confident in that and let that grow. But that's and the, if you did some, sorry?
0: No, no, I'm just I'm totally going off of that. Like, that's the thing I feel like we don't, A lot of the time people are so quick to do anything for you or ask what you need, but not taking the time to reflect. So to pause there, because that's another huge road we can go down, right? Self-talk. How do you even coach yourself to give (laughs) that more compassionate (laughs) self-talk, right? Absolutely. But you mentioned, like you said, when you, you began today's episode like you you have i don't want to say an intense life but you have like a full yeah. busy life like you have yeah. kids home you know you yeah. have your partner and so i think what i want to focus on for a second is the fact of honoring that wait a second i am turning off the car and hello lindsay hello me before jumping Absolutely. into that walk us through that a bit like cuz i find okay. it's so easy like I don't have kids, so it's very easy for me to just create that space. But I think yeah. a lot of the time we can make excuses about what we can and can't do based on our lifestyle. So hearing it from your mouth and knowing that you practice, give us more of that. What do you mean?
1: All right. I'm, I'm just going to throw it all out there. I am a mother of two children, age five and age three. Those children have seen me uh, go through all the things, all of the things, all of the emotions, all of the highs, all of the lows. I, I allow the, the girls to see that and to be with that and to be a part of it. So that also goes with when I am sitting down and I say, I'm going to go in and, and I'll, I'll use the word meditation. That's my language. I do meditate. But I'm going to go in and sit down and have a breath to myself. I will tell the girls that I will communicate that with them, and then if and I'll say, to them, "Do you want to come in and sit with me and be quiet while I do it? i um, be quiet in a kind way, <laughs> um, or would you like to just go off and do your own activity and give mommy the space to do it?" So it it's that simple. It's not easy because some kids really. Probably won't honor that right away, but if you keep doing that, if you keep showing up for yourself, and they keep hearing you ask for that space, give them two weeks of doing that steady. They will become so aware that when you walk into that space, and I'll get to uh, creating a space in a second. But when they, when you walk into that space and you sit in that chair or you sit on that blanket and you light a candle, or you do whatever it is that's special for you, the people in your life will become to respect that. You don't ask permission, can I go in here? You say, I am going into my space. If you want to come in with me, I welcome you. However, if you're not going to come in and sit and let me have my time and my breath, then you can go off and do your activity. And and honestly, like my girls come in now. Um, you can see it on the the podcast, but I'm holding up Oracle cards and crystals. My girls, one will pick a crystal and one will like knock the card and just like let me set up. They know my ritual because I allow them in there is not something I got to wait till they go to bed to do it. I got to wait until they're off to school or I got to wait till the house is cleaned. It's like, if I find in my day, I need a moment. then then I say, I'm going to go have my moment.
0: So going off of that, because that's like, that's the thing I think, you know, some people just starting off on this process might be like, yeah, but they, they know your language. Lindsay, they, they support that, but
1: how hard was, so that's, that's it. (laughs) They didn't always, and I didn't always figure out how to do it. It was me, a trial and error of how to make that work. And it was, you know what the easiest thing for me to do was not do it at all. And then that never got me very far. So by not doing it and just waiting till the right time, I was bloody exhausted by the time I was ready or the kids were asleep or they, in my second child, never did go to sleep unless they're on top of me sleeping. Um, But it's all about setting the intention and communicating and showing up consistently to do it. So when you do that, I think, uh, I forget who said it, but it takes two weeks to set yourself into a pattern and onto a uh, ritual thing that you'll keep showing up for yourself. It takes two weeks to get that kind of ingrained in our bodies and our minds. Um, So when I made that decision that I was like, you know what? My girls are a part of my life. My husband is a part of my life. Um, This has to be a part, like giving myself this time. So my definition of self-care is sitting And taking a moment to breathe. Sometimes that's only five minutes, Jill. And sometimes that's 20 minutes or an hour. um, And sometimes it's not even in the house. It's it's out by myself somewhere. But if I'm in the house and you take yourself and give yourself five minutes, the people around you will respect that. And they won't understand it right away. But if you tell them and you talk to them and explain the importance of it and what it means to, to you... They'll get it. My kids are five and three. And I know, like you said, like that's your language, but that's the language I choose to talk to them. So whatever, you know, the listeners, you know, whatever way you speak to your children, don't hold back, let them in on it. Let them know where you are, share your feelings. And the more open you are with the people around you and the more um, back and forth communication that you have, I think it's the more power that you know the more vibration you can create in your home, well, and it's also like I relate it
0: mm-hmm. back to you know dealing with leaders a lot, and we talk about modeling the way like it's it's of course it's so hard to ask for things and follow through and do things, but you're showing a healthy way to your kids, to the people Absolutely. in your life that it's okay to step away. So a common thing that always pops up, because I pitch this all the time, Lindsay,
2: but I come from a place
0: of, okay, Jill, come off your high horse. My life is a little bit flexible. And so I think a common thing that I get phrased back with, or I get challenged with is the guilt. So we all know that wonderful little beast in our head uh, that can justify or talk us out of, hey, now, Lindsay, that's really selfish. Don't do that. <laughs> so I how, know. what do you do with that? What's some kind of words of wisdom for somebody just starting out and they're saying, no, there's too much guilt?
1: Okay. Starting out, my mission is to remove the hashtag or the phrase mom guilt. I want it to just banish away. Because the more you say mom guilt, the more you give yourself a reason to feel like you should be feeling guilty even if you don't really feel guilty but you're doing the things that is hashtag mom guilt. Um, I don't feel guilty for telling my children, I am not giving you my time right now. I'm giving my time to myself. When I am done, we are going to have the best time together. If I keep giving to The people in my life, the littles and the husband and the parents and the friends, and I don't give to myself. You can only give what you have. And if you don't have anything, then you can't give anything. (sighs) You think you are, but it's not with substance. It's with resentment. Resentment and
0: scarcity, like you come from, you know, like you feel that, like, be honest, like step back for a second, guys. When somebody's rushed, when somebody's, you know, spread too thin, we feel that we do. And so I love this, you know, the concept that you're, you're kind of reinforcing here, Lindsay is, and I talk a lot about it in the show, it's putting on your own oxygen mask. And technically it's what power yourself stands for. You need to power yourself. Before you can really have those great quality relationships around you or, you know, have that balanced life or that fulfilling on the inside kind of life. And so learning that balance of being able to ask for what you need in that moment, it's a gift not only to you, but to everyone around you. And then you start yeah. to normalize it for them too. So it's like a gift that you get to benefit from immediately, <laughs> but yeah. a gift that you also get to give them to encourage them to have that dialogue too and ask for what they need.
1: Absolutely. And um, like I, I feel like it's uh, when I'm with a group of women, and my whole intention of when I host my group uh, mug up meditations is to give the people a tool that they can use themselves it's self chakra connection so I give them the tool to ground themselves down and really just give them their own time so a lot of people and maybe you know the listeners listening right now okay I I got this I'm carving out this time but what do I do what do you mean just breathe so like one of the tools that I, I like to give is a self chakra connection. And that's a whole technique throughout our healing touch. But it's basically, if you just sit and breathe and take note, how does your toes feel? How does your knees feel? Like that's just a space and time that's dedicated to you, your body and your mind. You're not taking the space away so that you can work on your to-do list. You're not taking this space away so that you can, think about what needs to be done or what you've already done. This is truly a space and time. And, and you know what, I'm, I'm going into a meditation space, but this, this also applies to like, if you really like to work out and you're going down to your exercise room or you're going off to the gym and you have your children or your, whoever it is staring at you and looking at you, you say, thank you mommy or, uh, or daddy or guardian. I am going to go and get my workout in. I'll see y'all later. Or if you're, you know, everybody's probably working out in their homes right now. Cause I don't think many people are allowed to go out in public. <laughs> However, um, pandemic life, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going into the exercise room or the place where you have your dumbbells and your children are there, Say, hi, look, you can sit and watch or if you want, you can work out with mom or you can work out with dad. Let them know that this is my time. I'll tell you, at the beginning of this pandemic and (laughs) I started working out, (laughs) my children used to come into the room every two minutes and ask, mommy, can you do this? Mommy, can you do that? And my answer would be, normally it would probably be just get up and go and do it for them, right? But I was like, no, this is my time. I'm having this space for me. So it's, I am, I will come to you when I am done this workout. And it's going to be in about 45 minutes. Now Kids don't really have a concept of time. So they'll keep coming in. And eventually, after like the eighth workout, so about three weeks in, (laughs) um, they came in, mommy is exercising right now. So then they leave. You know, it's just, they become aware of what's happening if you only give them the chance. But that's so it. So Yeah, so oftentimes it's our own belief systems, our own expectations and our own thoughts that we think that they want. But if you sat down and have an open conversation and say, this is what I need. When I'm doing that, how does that make you feel? Let them in on that piece. And then... It kind of like it'll propel itself into a respect system,
0: right? Well, you're also honoring the communication, right? As opposed to yeah. assuming you know what will happen or that it's not yeah. possible, you're giving the people in your life that benefit of the doubt. You're communicating what you need and what that looks like, and once again, you're supporting that healthier dialogue. I think it's absolutely beautiful. One of my uh, one of my closest friends, Karen, she says the exact same thing what you said. You know, she started off, it was crazy. It was like, no, she couldn't take time, but she did it. She honored herself and carved it out. And now her kids know, you know, a couple of months in, hey, mom's gone in the room. It's mom's time. You know,
1: the first couple, it was like in. And that's okay. That's like, mom is not, you are not neglecting your children. You are not um, leaving them to the curb. Like, oh, when mommy comes out, she's going to be so fun. And it's going to be so awesome when mom comes out, you know, like, even if they don't use those words, they get the best version of you when you give yourself to yourself. So it's
0: almost like it has to be it has to start with that dialogue, that self dialogue, because guys, we all know guilt is there, you know, especially if you're out in the office all day, or you're working all day, and then you're saying, Oh, I'm still trying to carve out time for me, like, no doubt, there's a huge level of guilt and negativity conversation coming in, but it's learning to acknowledge that it's learning to see that and have that self-awareness to kind of pause and be like, wait a second. If I want to come from that place of balance of positivity, of giving of compassion, then I have to do that to myself first. First step.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, one, you know, one key thing, one key phrase that I keep saying is like, I love myself first. And it and that's powerful. And it's hard to say. Um, I have so many people that come and take in a meditation with me. And when I get to the point of saying, I love, and then you insert your name first, like I love Lindsay first, they can't say it. Because for their whole entire life or their whole entire adult life, they've never said it. They've never thought to say it. They never knew that they should be saying it. However, it's powerful when you do say it, you know, when you can say it.
0: Well, you once again show the way <laughs> for other exactly. people. Uh, So,
1: okay, perfect. So we
0: have, we've counteracted, guys, that guilt story that pops into your head. Hey, it's normal. (laughs) We all have it. Uh, But it's what we do with it when we have it. So really still honoring yourself and taking that time. And beautiful suggestion, Lindsay, is bringing the people in your life into that conversation, really communicating it, not assuming you know the answer. Try it. And maybe the conversation's going to go horrible the first couple of times.
1: Keep and like, doing mommy, it. what are you saying? Um, don't even know. But then you just say it in a different way, <laughs> you know. Um, and I know just before you get into the next uh, question or our next step, um, I think you know a lot of people right now are working from home with their kids from home. They're in school and they're trying to do like wear all of these hats and do all of these things. And, and if your dialogue is, I'm sorry, I feel so guilty uh, and using like this negative dialogue all the time, how about trying to create a, a moment in your day together as a unit, as a family and, positively talk to each other about the situation and say, thank you. Thank you for your patience when I was on my Zoom call. Thank you for, let's just change the conversation know, change the language, make it on the opposite side. It's so easy to say, I'm sorry. And, and, you know, this really is shitty and it sucks. And instead, let's say, you know, today was a great day. You learned this, I got to do this. Uh, You know, how do you want to celebrate? And, bring some of that positive pieces because um, there's a silver lining here. There has to be a silver lining to the situations that we're all going through right now in this global pandemic. Um, And this is, you know, a a good tool for people living with, you know, big families doing all different things is to just really sit down and have that open dialogue, you know? But I like
0: the Um, the aspect of, Changing the conversation too, making sure it's coming from that place of positivity because it's so easy to get caught up in the negative, not only in our self dialogue, but as we converse with other people. And I think kind of having that self awareness too the hey, am I only yelling or am I only talking about what needs to be done or what wasn't done? Or am I. Yeah complimenting and my taking time to acknowledge the good too, because we want all of these like healthy substance relationships. Yeah. And so are we kind of doing the work that needs to be done with that? Are we celebrating what good there is around us being what we've accomplished or or what they did or what they, we noticed that we really liked. And I love yeah. that because it's something we always pitch In teams, like working with teams or in any relationships really, it's what are you putting the most weight to? What you don't want to see or what you want to see?
1: Exactly. Whatever you focus on, energy will flow where the focus goes. And if you focus on the negative aspects of what we're dealing with right now, which is a lot, there's a lot, but there's a lot of positive too. And the positive is going to make you feel good. So why not just focus on that? (sighs) Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) And it's not saying ignore the negative, guys. It's not at all. It's
1: honor. I like to say, Jill, Mm -hmm. honor the shit. Focus on the positive. Beautiful. You know, you learn from it, you know, and you focus where it makes you feel good. And I can guarantee you, if you say mom guilt and you say, I'm sorry for mommy doing this or mommy doing that, I'm saying mommy because, you know, from me referring to me, but any, any, uh, label you want to call yourself. Um, it, you know, if you keep saying the negative stuff, it's not going to make you feel good. So I like to say, honor the shit and be positive.
0: So as we said, guys, it starts with you. So start the conversation with yourself. As Lindsay said, you know, what are, what is the dialogue really happening inside yourself? Is it more negative? Is it more positive? Just get clear, maybe get aware on that You know, taking the time to just ask yourself the question, the beautiful question that Lindsay proposed here is, what do you need? What do you need today? What does that look like? And then bringing your loved ones or the people in your life into that conversation, naming it, not assuming, stepping away from the assuming and really asking for what you need to support that dialogue and healthier, let's be honest, healthier real relationship too.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Step one, let's jump to step two. How do we even make it attainable, Lindsay? What does that look (laughs) like? (laughs) There's not enough hours. How many times have you heard this? There's no time. I can't. Uh, So let's go there. Let's talk all about how to make this beautiful stuff that we encourage on every level of our interactions. How do we really make the time to make it attainable? What does that even look like?
1: So for me is when you, when you say the word, there's not enough time um, in our life right now. If you looked at how many times you uh, logged on to your phone, for example, <laughs> um, I think that will tell you that you do have enough time to give yourself five minutes to ask the question, what do I need? And to take a breath. I think it really does come down to, you know, grounding down. And that just means taking a moment, even in, in the middle of chaos, is taking a moment to find yourself in a chair. There could be hundreds of people around you. I hope not because you're probably not allowed to be around hundreds. But in the chaos of all the things, you could sit down and close your eyes if you feel safe. Um, and if not, then, you know, just a gentle gaze down and take a breath in filling up your belly, filling up your chest, and exhaling. Instantly, you'll feel a shift. If you just did that with me, you, you felt the shift.
0: You know what? Let's all do that with you, Lindsay. Let's just Let's do, it. do it again. Do it. And we're all going to do it. We're all going to take a second right now and pause, and we're going to do exactly what you tell us.
1: Okay. I want everybody to take a deep breath in, filling up their belly first, pushing your belly outward,
2: breathing in. Let the air fill up your chest. Hold it at the top. And on your exhale, let something go. One more deep breath in. Filling up your belly. Filling up your chest. I think you can do it today. Smile. And on your exhale, Say, I love me first. And that's just an example of sometimes what I do for myself.
1: If I do feel like I've been, I even like, even just doing that for me, I I can get emotional. So by saying the words, I love me first, guys, that's not easy. That's not easy to say if it's not something that you've practiced. It's a practice. So that's attainable that moment in that time that was attainable you did it and I'm sure that you felt a shift well just you now feel
0: but to acknowledge the accessibility of that Lindsay because you're not oh. technically saying something out loud like you can say it internally in your dialogue and Super as you- powerful <laughs> yeah, and as you said, it could be like around a 100 and people, likely not in pandemic times, but let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. It could be sitting across from somebody or it could yeah. be, you know, just before you start a meeting.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's very accessible. It's choosing the moments that you have, the pockets of time that you have and choosing what to do in those pockets and being aware. We I like to say aimlessly scroll. It's like habitual for us to pick up our phones and scroll through or, uh, just do anything to avoid the current moment that you're in and avoid being a very strong word. Um, instead of avoiding these moments of times when we can actually go inward and be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause let's be honest, sometimes being with yourself isn't easy. If you if you've got all of these speech balloons going up and out and you know, what to do and all these things, and you're kind of like floating in midair, you're not grounded. You're not feeling yourself planted on the ground, but that's accessible to you. That's attainable. If you don't feel planted and you've got these speech balloons and you're, you are like, Oh, I just can't get a breath. People actually say like, I can't even catch my breath. Let that now be your, um you know your moment where you're like aha okay can't catch my breath that means I'm going to put my two feet on the ground (laughs) I'm going to just give myself permission to pause here in this moment no matter where you are give yourself that moment the pause and take that breath that we just
2: practiced.
0: Yeah so I think that's the thing right is like we can say Lindsay and we can carve out like take those pockets of time, but let's, cause you know, let's pretend we're, we're just starting our journey and we're like, no man, I really don't have time. So describe, we, we said just before a meeting, it maybe even waiting in line could be anything, yeah. but let's talk about some more pockets of time. What do they look like? What are little pockets that usually could be wasted? You mentioned perfectly the scrolling of the phone, my nemesis. Uh, yes. <laughs> but what what are other pockets that we can use to our advantage here and even do that one simple thing that you said the breathing technique, right? Just breathing in and out and acknowledging that we love ourselves. What other pockets? What does that look like?
1: My two favorite pockets of time is the moment I wake It's not getting up and doing the whole morning routine ritual, which I do highly recommend. It's glorious. But it's the moment I wake and I sit up out of bed. And sometimes I don't even sit up out of bed. But I take a breath there in that moment. And I express gratitude. I say, thank you. I say, thank you. And just before I even think about the things that I have to do today... I take that breath in and then I ask myself, what do I need? And it's, it's really as simple as that. And that can change the whole trajectory of your day. If you can carve out a few more minutes, get a journal, write something down that you're grateful for. It goes back to just in being intentional and being grateful for what you do have before you start on your hamster wheel of your day Um, to try to avoid the hamster wheel every day. But yeah, it's just being grateful for today. And then another pocket of time um, is right before bed. It's another moment where I can just take a breath before, like, you know, you get on your jammies and you just take a breath before you get into your bed and just be grateful for that.
0: Yeah, the gratitude practice is something that I am a huge advocate, huge (laughs) advocate for. And it sounds so cheesy, but like seriously, the research is out there that, you know, it's neuroplasticity, you're rewiring Mm -hmm. legitimately your brain to build that positive pathway. So it's not to be taken lightly. It is huge. But I love it how you said starting your day like that. So very similar for myself. Mine's five breaths, five breaths. And it's just, I won't allow any other thought. It's just, I'm going to take five breaths to become in or, you know, arrive on this day specifically. And then I usually try to end it with an intention, like, you know, of service to people, helping growth. Like it's some type of positive intention to really kind of set me on my course. Because I used to be like, get up and you you start, you got to come on, you got to get ready, you got to go to work, you got to get in the car, you got to go, 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 go. go, go. And then you you can feel it. Like, even as I'm telling you, I'm noticing myself go like jittery. So it's taking that time to just have space for you. And I love it how you make it more attainable with it doesn't have to be this 20 or 50 minute practice. You know, it could be two minutes, guys, two minutes. You got two
1: minutes. (laughs) Absolutely. We all do. And it's those moments. And I I think what it is, like, not everybody... I know it seems so simple coming from me because it's something that I've been practicing for a long time now. Um, But, like, just now now that you hear it, you can't unhear it. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you... You've learned this now and you can't unlearn it. You can't just forget about it. You now know, you are now aware that taking a breath and feeling yourself, feeling your feet on the ground, rubbing your hands together and just feeling the energy in your hands, bringing the moment and being mindful of where you are right now. And then ask yourself, what do I need? And that will grow. I mean, Jill, I mean, we could do a series of podcasts, but like, and to, you know, what do you need? Setting intentions. What do you want to manifest in your life? There's power in all that. You have, to all of your listeners right now, you have the power to manifest the life that you want, that you deserve and that you desire. Just starting with a breath and an awareness of what, you need? And what do you want? Not just what do you need? What do you want? But it all supports each other,
0: Lindsay. Like you talk about having and starting that conversation with yourself, then bringing people in. So it's almost like you're putting it out into the world, let's say. absolutely, You're making it attainable because you're using those pockets of time wisely as opposed to, let's be honest, guys, numb out and choose not to feel. You're choosing to instead tune in to yourself And take that time and honor yourself, which I think supports, you know, one of the last things I wanted to make sure we touched on is that consistency piece, you know, it's starting, it can start so small, you know, it doesn't have to be this evolved practice of 20 minutes of meditation. But I think the more we demand that time, the more we honor ourselves, let's use that language instead. Honor ourselves and each other with that time, you create that habit, the habitualness of positivity yeah. versus negativity, right? Absolutely. I don't have time. Rush, rush, rush. So let's, what are some things that you would encourage? Cause you know, you start at your practice, it doesn't, you don't click your fingers. We all know that it takes time, it takes weeks. I would even add on to that. Like I would say, I've been doing this. I'm on 10 years now and I yeah. am still evolving my practice continuously. You know, so it's something that you might find a good rhythm right away and it's something that you mightn't. It might take years, but it's building that importance in your life to hold space for something like that. I think is that's the goal. It can stretch, it can widen into something bigger later on, but start somewhere.
1: Absolutely. I, um, I love that piece, and I love the whole consistency piece. And right at the right off the top, I just want to say that don't lay a high expectation on the routine, the when, the how. Just focus on the why. Like, why do you? What is your why, and why are you showing up for yourself? Because That's, that's, that's what will keep bringing you back to whatever it is that you choose. And it could be a various uh, amount of things. Like I love to sit down and meditate. I love to do yoga and to do my workouts. Do I do all three, all every day? I do not. I show up for myself differently every single day because I'm a different version of me every single day. I like to feel, I grow every day. And what I need today will be different than what I need tomorrow. I ask myself, what do I need today in the morning? And that may be yoga at whatever pocket of time I can get in 5 or 10, 15 minutes of yoga. Um, It's not about, yes, it's nice to be able to do it 5.30 a.m. every morning for an hour and get that. But is that realistic, Jill? That's not realistic. There's going to be days that you're not going to get up at 5.30 and then you're gonna apply that hashtag guilt that you just set yourself up for this goal and then you just didn't reach it. So avoiding that and trusting that you will show up for yourself. Okay. You will
2: honor yourself.
0: But that's a big thing, right? Is acknowledging, so where's that balance, Lindsay? Like I said once again, you know, let's pretend we're talking to somebody who's just starting this practice, trying to set themselves up to succeed. It's hard to turn something into that habitual, that habit, that positive habit without having a level of consistency. So what's your advice around that?
1: My advice, if this is the first time you're thinking about this, this is the first time it's bringing awareness to this, let the consistency be in the thought. the awareness Right. And then that will lead you into your action because every time you think about it and you bring awareness to your breath and that moment and the thoughts that you're having to help give yourself that time and give yourself that love, the more you think about it in that way, that will turn into a glorious action of what you need, of what you want to do and how you want to do it. Um Yes, I think showing, setting yourself up and putting the alarm on for 5.30 every morning is great. And I highly encourage it. It's glorious when you can show up. Um, I think what I was trying to say is that if you can't, don't get down on yourself. Do it at 12 o'clock when you feel like you needed a break. Take a breath, take a moment for yourself. And I think as that goes on, that consistent thought, that consistent awareness and that conscious, I think you'll consciously create that habit, and that will turn into a bigger piece of that habit. If that makes any sense. Ah, oh,
0: it totally makes sense, and I love it because I am somebody who's a scheduler. So to set myself up to succeed, I like having myself scheduled because I know my time a allotted. But I love the compassion you're really talking about here. You know, it's not because let's be honest, when we don't achieve things that we set out to, sometimes we can get pretty harsh and that's going to trigger that guilt talk that we're trying to stay away from, right? And then you think you failed. (laughs) Exactly, and you're not obviously going to come from a place of positivity when you feel you failed. So I I love the suggestion of let the consistency be in the thought, you know, get true or get focused on why are you doing this? So starting, encouraging more, that dialogue with inside your head to then help support the action.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, so attainable. Come on, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is so attainable. I think that if you're just starting out and, you know, the language that we're using here today is the first time you're kind of like actually bringing awareness to, if today was the first time you actually took a full breath, which is very, you know, we all breathe, but do we all breathe with, conscious awareness of what that breath is doing for us? Nope. Do you ever feel your feet, two feet touching the ground? Probably don't pay attention to it unless someone brings awareness to it. Now, my friends, you are aware. Welcome to the club. Let's see what happens here. (laughs) Okay. So
0: fantastic. So much stuff. First of all, starting once again, just reiterating here, starting that conversation with yourself. Getting kind almost with that language too, and then starting to have that conversation with the people in your lives so they can understand, as opposed to assuming making it attainable, taking those, you know, breaths, taking the focus in small little moments. My favorite, brushing my teeth. You know, maybe it's as you're waiting for your coffee to boil. Who knows? Absolutely. So many driving <laughs> in it. a I'm car. I'm gonna
1: pause. I'm gonna pause you, Jill. Sorry. <laughs> but you say brushing your teeth. <laughs> I have a brass elephant literally just like pinned underneath my mirror over my faucet. And as I brush my teeth each morning, that's where I set my intention. It's so that's a place. moment, you know, it's just a moment and it's a visual. And then that elephant is after getting some thoughts from me. And it's, it's just that a place to, stand and just reflect on rather than think about the things I have to do today. Because, you know, if you got all that set up, you write out your list and set your intentions, probably the night before the evening before you don't have to worry about that anymore. You've got your list made. You don't need to keep thinking about it, you know? Um, And again, that's a whole other gamut, but this is your moment now while brushing your teeth to just be here. (laughs) And That's maybe feel like <laughs> well, maybe
0: it's the reminder of the elephant. Or like if I if I showed you my bathroom mirror, it's got post-its all along the mirror because I have reminders. You know, let go of what you can't control. You got this. Yeah. What do you want to achieve? Yeah. What do you want to be? You know, and it's all Absolutely. of those triggers and triggers in a positive way, reminders, yes. let's yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, They're to,
1: positive affirmations, right? Yeah.
0: Choose the time for you and starting to get a lot more conscious about that dialogue happening inside yourself. So going with that, your beautiful suggestion of bringing consistency in. So we talked about attainable, trying to get those moments and taking them. So really just witnessing and acknowledging that they are there no matter how busy life is, look for them, look for those opportunities. Where can I be breathing? Where can I be focusing? And then the consistency, as Lindsay beautifully suggested, let's start with the consistency of our thoughts. What are the thoughts? What are, you know, why are you doing this? What's important to you? What do you want to kind of manifest here to come out? So you can start helping support your, your action really
1: internally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because sometimes you don't know, like you said, like, what, where do you start? I, like, you know, I can tell you what to do, but will that resonate with you? Nope. I'll, I can give you suggestions, but the thought is yours and yours only. Right. And so listen to it. Yes. <sighs> okay. Absolutely. So here's what I'm going to ask.
0: I'm going to ask two things okay. uh, before we wrap it up, as we come to a close, uh, What's what's a word of advice? What's something you would pitch to somebody just starting out or struggling with the, you know, the hashtag guilt <laughs> or the, you know, the too many roles maybe, or, or that feeling of selfishness, what would be your
2: advice here? I would encourage you to forgive yourself. I would encourage you
1: To forgive yourself for having the thought that you need to feel guilty for doing something for yourself. Let it go. There's no need for you to ever feel guilty for putting yourself first. You're not putting yourself only. It's not just all about you or only about you. You're just putting yourself first so then you can give. Because there needs to be that balance of give and receive you can't receive and you can't give unless you give to yourself first. And that's, I I say that with the most compassion, I know that you're, you're probably giving right now and giving right now and giving right now. And you're, you, you know, you're doing a really good job doing it, but just make sure that the first person that you give to is yourself.
0: Powerful, powerful words, Lindsay. Yeah. Not much to say after that. <laughs> no,
1: I know. I, and listen, to, to make me relatable, I lived a decade in a relationship that I gave my whole body, mind, soul to um, and and didn't really receive the way I felt like I I didn't know I wasn't receiving. I should say I didn't know I wasn't receiving what I needed because I was such a people pleaser. I was a kingmaker and that made me happy to do it. I was happy to please and happy to give. But then I realized that I wasn't getting anything back in return. And once I realized that, then I, I was like, whoo epiphany. epiphany, um, <laughs> no longer in that relationship because... And it's no fault to the per- the other person. It was me. I was the one giving. I didn't ask for anything. I did not ask for a thing until I did ask. And then, you know, things changed. But ask. If you need something, ask for it. If you need more time from the person that you're with, ask for it. If you need space or if you need... If you want to raise at work, ask for it. But
0: that's the if thing, you don't ask. Like yeah, people yeah. stop asking. We stop communicating, right? You like, feel
1: like you're not worth it. You are worth what you you are worth it. Or
0: another yeah. common one is you feel like it's gonna be a fight because you're assuming their answer, right? And so Absolutely. if that's maybe the the dialogue happening, a challenge to you is to show up with curiosity instead of like judgment or, you know, let's be honest, guys, we can have a lot of attitude when we think it's going to be shut down. So just, you know, starting the conversation without being so abrupt, maybe.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's Absolutely. I so know. I, yeah, I get it. Um, it's, yeah, it's removing the expectation from yourself. Like we lay a lot of expectations on ourselves uh, and on others and we feel like we know what they're going to say. Like you won't, you almost have that inner dialogue, Jill, before you even open up the conversation. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'll just go ask that question, but I know that he'll just say this. Um, No, you don't. Because sometimes if you just ask, you, you could get it. And you know what, if you don't get it, you still ask because you believe that you were worth it. And that's what matters because then the person that you asked, even though at the moment they may have said no or the answer that you didn't want, it's in their head now that you know, they know that you know that you are worth whatever it is that you're asking for. You're worth the time that you're asking for. You're worth the raise that you're asking for. It's ah, power. feel power. like
0: it's such another topic. To- <laughs> <laughs> To pin out with you, like the whole relationship thing, right? Like I think everybody, you know, pre-love of yourself, let's be honest, it's not something that's encouraged and taught t- too much is that self-love piece. So I think, you know, relationships pre that, it it's hard and it, they're really not set up to succeed. So I think that evolution into ourselves, that next version, you know, I look back at those past relationships with so much gratitude, um, <laughs> I do. Like, it's funny. They yeah. weren't at all what I wanted, but they were what I needed to get me to where I am right now. And that Absolutely. is a beautiful thing that I am grateful for. So yeah, yeah the journey oh, is fantastic.
1: It felt like, I mean, I, yes, Jill, I would not be the human, right? I'm a beautiful human and I would not be that this super beautiful human without the experiences that I've gone through and the growth that. I had to like to think the shit that I had to honor to get to it <laughs> um, because a lot and, and, you know, it was a, it's a lot of work and it wasn't, you know, you could easily go back to like place blame because I didn't receive, I didn't get anything, but it was forgiveness of my, I had to forgive myself because I allowed me to be a part of that life that I was living. I was Big there. Time. I was a living piece of that pie and, I didn't say anything about it. I didn't, well, you know, and I didn't know. So I'm hopeful that if there's a listener right now feeling like they need more, they deserve more, they want more, ask, dive deep, ask what you need to yourself. And once you figure that out, project that out through the world and ask for it.
0: And then it allows you to tap into like a different- It'll open you up. Right? It's just, it's- It's beautiful. Like I can look at like Lindsay, you know, we both grew up in Newfoundland. (laughs) I remember you at school, like you were always shiny and sparkly, but it's like that, that journey of finding it ourselves. I think it is. And I say this multiple times, but it's the greatest love story ever told is when we can tap in and honor that chapter within us. Um, but I got a feeling we're going to get you back on for another episode <laughs> all about that journey because I don't, I don't feel we're going to do it justice in five minutes. <laughs> no, that's but, right. So we'll continue that conversation I'll for sure. I'll be
1: short. happy to come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so with that being said, to wrap us up for today, you know, setting people up with maybe one of your tools. Is there a tool that you can walk us through to close us out? that you can gift people with so that they can use maybe moving forward.
1: Absolutely. So Jill, I don't know how you're feeling here this evening, but, um, I can offer you a distance Reiki, a little distance Reiki session. And, uh, to go along with that is a, I'll walk you through or guide you through, um, the grounding meditation to uh, open you up to receiving the energy. And that grounding meditation, um, you know, your listeners right now can find some time, find some space to uh, either lay down or sit down, find yourself a comfortable spot, and we can walk you through it. Okay, so sounds like... You're going to equip us here
0: because everybody right now is going to some comfy spot in their house to sit down so you can walk (laughs) us through it so that we can do it for ourselves moving forward. Correct?
1: Absolutely. Sounds like, all right, Jelly. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to take a moment now. And just like we did earlier in this podcast, we're going to gently close our eyes if you feel safe
2: or lower your gaze, and you're gonna come into this moment. You're going to recognize the smells that are around you. How does
1: the air feel? You can even wiggle your bum down, just feel your feet on the floor. If you're in a seated position with your feet on the floor,
2: and just feel what it feels like. I'm aware of what it feels like to be in this moment right now. We're going to take a deep breath in, filling up our bellies first, pushing our bellies out, and then filling up our chest. Inhale in. Hold it. Exhale it all out through your mouth. Breath in. Bring your shoulders right up to your ears. Scrunch, 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 scrunch. And on your exhale, let it all drop down. (sighs) Let yourself come to just your natural breathing rhythm. I'm going to get you to visualize a white beam of light coming from Guy
1: down into your head, get it to the top of your head. This may cause you to sit up a little bit taller if you're sitting or just stretch out a little bit longer if you're laying down. That white beam of light is going to fill up your brain space.
2: It's going to fill up behind your eyes. It's going to fill up down through your neck. Don't forget to breathe. Take a breath
1: in. Release any tension that you may be holding in your jaw,
2: under your eyes, your hips, your knees. That golden light now is going to travel down into your heart space, filling up your heart. Deep breath in. Fill, filling up your belly, filling up your hips, and down through your legs, your left leg, your right leg, surrounding your knee, your ankles, and through your feet. Now that white beam of light is going to go down into Mother Earth,
1: and if you can imagine a cord going from your hip
2: down into Mother Earth, just like a root of a tree. That cord is going to carry with it anything that you want to let go of today. So on your inhale, breathing in. On your exhale, you're going to choose something that no longer serves you and let it go down to that cord into mother earth will be transmuted transformed into beautiful positive energy take a moment on your own breathing in and out i'm going to send energy to jill A little bit of reiki. That's the intention that the energy will travel to your listeners. Reiki is a ancient Japanese technique of energy healing. So powerful that it can be sent through distance. Right now, I can feel the energy of Jill. I feel some heat in your left shoulder, Jill. (laughs) Not to keep you here too long, but I'm going to, let's take a moment to ground down. And let's start your journey of self-awareness, your positive self-talk, holding your space, creating
1: your space, honoring yourself
2: and loving yourself first. On your next inhale, you're gonna find a smile. Say, I love me first. Out. Final inhale for this little journey. to say, I am worthy. When you say those words, believe them, trust them, honor them, you deserve it.
0: A beautiful way to wrap it up for today. So hopefully guys, and something you can always go back to, you can always pause, rewind it, And help kind of get these words into your dialogue, you know, not just the last bit of information, but walking through what that looks like, the deep breaths in and and the picturing, you know, the the stuff that can really guide you through an opportunity to tune in, an opportunity to ground down. Um, Yeah, that's, that's Lindsay's gift to you right now. So come (laughs) back to it when you need it. And always wishing you guys so much joy and happiness on your own journeys. And a big thank you to Lindsay for coming on for this episode. So much gratitude for you taking the time and energy to share what works for you. Greatly appreciate it, Lindsay. Thanks so much. And I really just want to remind you to never, ever forget how important it is to power yourself.